This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Warren on Joy. I'm not ready. You ready now? Yeah. Good morning. Oh, thanks. Start again. I've, I've got a new computer and, I, and it took me a minute to get onto the internet and now I'm... Are you all set up and ready to go? Well, we could be in a lot of trouble today because today I'm going to try and read it all off a computer screen. Fantastic. No, not for you. I'll, I'll start reading that porn or, you know, who knows what it is. Yeah. Hey, we were talking earlier this week and our apprentice gave us a solution if you don't want to iron your shirts anymore. Oh, yeah, but he's an idiot. I wouldn't trust a word he said. <laughs> and he said, put two ice cubes in the dryer. Well, you know what? I can think of a better thing to do with ice cubes. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not allowed to talk about that anymore anyway. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> two ice cubes in the dryer. It didn't work. Oh, did you try it? I tried it. It didn't work. But I reckon... See, I don't judge you anymore because you always look like a crinkled rest, at, like <laughs> a crinkled mess at this time in the morning. Honestly, it didn't work. I tried it, but I think it might be because it stopped and I let it sit for half an hour and then... Yeah, and then the ice cube melted. (laughs) (laughs) Tom, data from the CSIRO shows that one in ten Australian adults are avoiding gluten products. Yeah, well, I avoid glutards as well, at least (laughs) one in ten. Is that what you call them, glutards? Yeah, I hate going out for dinner with people and they they go, oh, and you can't go for dinner anymore between your glutards and your keto people and your fructose intolerance yeah fructose and yeah oh just eat a burger and shut the hell up you know (laughs) well the vatican has outlawed the use of gluten-free bread during the holy communion oh they don't like hipsters either so no, the they Pope don't like- says, if I see one more man bun in this Vatican, <laughs> oh, I'm going to... Yeah. The new guidelines were made that includes banning gluten-free versions of the sacred bread because the bread can now be bought over the internet. So they're selling the bread over the internet. That's why they don't want, want you to have it. 50 loaves is, I think, 10 bucks a box or less. And a 500... It's not a loaf, you deal. Have you ever been to a Catholic church? It's a little piece of cardboard. But that's what, the, that's, yeah. that's what no, they're selling for. No, no, it's 500 packs. They're not a loaf of bread. It's a little square. Oh, it's a little tiny thing. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm not Catholic, but it's called unleavened bread, apparently. And Catholics believe that during the sacrament, the bread and accompanying wine turn into the body and blood of Christ. That is true. I was an altar boy at school. It's a bit small to turn into it, though, isn't it? Well, he's got to share it with everyone, have you seen it? Was, oh, they true. weren't that very big back in those days. Okay, you know? that's true. Well, but I used to be an altar boy. Did and, you? And in between, there was the little room where the priest locks the wine and the altar. You used to have to carry it through, and I used to take sips of it and then go back to class and try and breathe on everybody to prove like I was drinking. <laughs> so I used to steal the priest's wine on the way to the thing. Is it? Is I it, think that's against the law. I think I'm going to hell for that. Is it, is it nice wine? No, it's gross. It's not? Yeah, it was disgusting. It was more just the point of being a kid saying, ha, 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 I'm drinking the priest's wine. Well, the cardinal who um, who's in the department of the Vatican, whatever it's called, that handles the affairs relating to these practices during Mass, said the decision was made to ensure people were buying the bread made by certified people distinguished by their integrity. Okay, so you can only eat bread made by Jesus. Could you imagine how great? <laughs> oh, that'd be mouldy now, wouldn't it? That's where they got penicillin from. <laughs> it's, he said completely gluten-free bread was banned. Which yep. I'm not sure why. Genetically modified. They don't like hipsters. Nobody likes a hipster. Genetically modified alternatives are available, but it's, he said it's forbidden. He's talking about the wine now. He said it's forbidden to use wine of doubtful authenticity. Also, 
Do you reckon they're just making money from this? Yeah, they don't care what the hell's going on. Like, does it matter if it's made by a certain person? I don't know. I don't. I don't well, yeah. That. I mean, if you if it's meant to be sacrilegious, but it's symbolic. No, but it's sacrilegious. You don't want some someone making the wine while they've got like goats' heads on running around backwards in the dark <laughs> under a full moon. I mean, they're not going to go well with the Catholics. <laughs> What's the date? The October the eleventh. So it's nearly November, and then we'll be putting up our Christmas lights, Tom. I still haven't taken mine down from last year, so I've, I'm one step ahead. Do you leave them up? No, that's not true. I, I'm superstitious. So the only thing, I'm lazy, but yep. I'm superstitious, and my nana told me they have to be taken down before New Year's Eve. So I have many a times at about 10 minutes before midnight been drunk as a skunk, picked up the tree, just throw it in the backyard. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, it's taken down. As long I'll, as I'll deal up the mess tomorrow. Out the door, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. But it's quite a pain in the bum pulling them down, isn't it? It's like, uh, oh. It's the last thing you want to do. But is there, a, is there a, a superstition around having them down before the new year? Correct. So my nana used to say that you shouldn't take last year's things into the new year. So oh, Christmas okay. is from last year. Right. So it's the whole idea is that you should have it removed clean and you, you start the new year fresh and new. Because putting them up is not so much an effort. But, um, yeah, you're right, pulling them down. Well, it looks like the festive decorations have been up in a town in Cornwall since last November and it's causing a bit of a problem. So Pat Traverton, who lives in a mobile park home... Well, there's ha- problem number has, one. ...has had enough... See, what's it, the neighbours are pierced with someone that lives in a caravan. Do you realise you just take the bricks away from the back of the wheel and just let them roll back down the hill? It'll get rid of it within three seconds. Well, it's not a caravan. I had a look at the photo. It's like, it's like a, a cabin that's permanently there. She said, it's really irritating. The lights are on all the time. I've lived in different places, but she's never known anything like this. And she's not the only one who's frustrated. There's another married couple, Joanne and Jeff, good old Joe and Jeff. They're also speaking about the lights and they moved to the hamlet four years ago to live a quieter life, but it hasn't gone to plan so far. She said, it's a nightmare. She's approached him and he just laughed and said, every time you complain, I'm going to put up more. Excellent. <laughs> I reckon I would do that too. I would too. Wine and deals, I'd be putting up longer. I'd be putting on spotlights. <laughs> but I don't know what the fuss is. Now, this is this has made headlines in the UK, but I don't know what the fuss is because one of the complainants said her neighbour put the lights on when it got dark and then switched them off when he went to bed. What's wrong with that? Well, aren't you meant to do turn <laughs> them like, off when you go to bed? I, exactly. So it's not leaving them on all night anyway. Um, so, oh, this is in England, isn't it? Yeah, this is in England. Do these people realise they've got no front teeth? They haven't had a bath in a month. <laughs> You've got more things to worry about in your trailer park than a few flashing lights. <laughs> <laughs> How about some hot water and some fresh fruit and vegetables? Tom, last night I decided, like I finished watching whatever I was watching on Netflix mm-hmm. and I thought I'll watch free-to-air TV for yeah, a change. Was, that was your mistake there. i tell you what, well, it wasn't too bad. I watched Matters Hell on ABC, which I quite like. I find Sean McAuliffe quite funny. I don't funny. know who that is. Then I flicked over and I was watching The Bachelorette. Ugh. Now, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, Do you know that loser, Glady, whatever her name is, what's her name? I can't remember. Me either. Unimportant. Yeah. 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 She's already been a reject on The Bachelorette. Then she got on to Bachelorette Love Island. This is her third go. Is it? This is her third go. Do you realise after you fail twice, I mean, just move on, sweetheart. You're going to be a lonely old spinster. Buy a cat. Move into a flat, you know. Get used to the smell because I'm telling you, if you've been through 47, you ain't got much of a chance. Can I just say, though, like, I, I mean, I don't mind some entertainment, but I just found it so boring. It was almost, it was really painful watching. I just, I don't know. That, Especially after the, how The Bachelor ended. With Mr. Oh, and he didn't pick anyone. 
No, because oh, well, he picked himself. I mean, he didn't get his hand off his own bits the whole bloody show. I mean, how was he going to have any time to meet a young lady when he couldn't let go of his own bits? Then I was reading about how, is it Cassie on – Cassie, was that one of the – contestant's name? Crazy Cass, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crying Cass. Well, apparently she was the everyone's darling. I didn't realise that. No, no, no. Remember, this is called Publicity Team. Oh. So they will write a, a thing to tell you that they're, you know, they're the darling. They're trying to sell her up for the next Bachelor. Uh, I read that as well. Well, anyway, apparently our, we've got this obsession with Netflix. And I must admit last night I had withdrawal symptoms because I was watching the free-to-air TV and I was thinking, oh, my God, this is so bad that I just wanted to go back to Netflix. But I didn't know what to watch. So, I've so got to you're go- television racist. Is that I what you're telling television, me? I am televisionist, yes. I'm channelist. You're a channelist? No, I'm platformist. A platformist? Because I prefer the Netflix or whatever, a streaming platform. Okay, so you, you don't have anything against Dan? No, not at all. No. I, I don't have anything against I think any of them. some other ones called Google Boogie TV and stuff. I don't oh, there's know. lots now. There's there's a whole pile of them, and there's more coming down the pipeline as well. Well, it looks like I'm not the only one that has uh, an obsession with streaming services as well, because a clinic in India is treating its first case of Netflix addiction in a 26-year-old guy. Well, how do they know he's addicted? Well, he initially approached this clinic. Well, listen, if he can get off the lounge and go to a doctor's, he's not that addicted, is it? <laughs> no, he, he did. There's this clinic. It's called the Shut Clinic, the Service for Healthy Use of Technology Clinic. And it's all about, you know, managing people who've got well, addictions this is in to India. technology. This is in India. I've been to India. Half the people not even living in a house. With, That's with, true. With the floor and being fed. And they've got a place people addicted to technology. Well, apparently with the rising number of middle class, it's okay. becoming more of a problem. And when he went to this clinic and doctors interviewed him, they found that the video games weren't the problem. According to the clinic, watching Netflix became his way to avoid the day-to-day stresses and feel good. And I think, what's wrong with that? Like they're, they're saying, oh, look, he's got a bad problem because he watches Netflix so that he can avoid stress and feel good. Yeah, but don't forget, an addiction is when something is interfering in the rest of your life. Well, so, he, so that means he is, you know, he's not getting out and dating, he mightn't be going to work. Well, he wasn't because he, he used to watch Netflix for six to seven hours a day and he was... Cons- is that a lot? Well, I, I think so. Six, would you? Yeah, that's a whole day. How would you fit that in? Yeah, but no, just say so you get home from work, you, you cook dinner, you put the TV on at <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, go to bed. I mean, that's four hours. That's, that's easy to do. You reckon? Yeah. I reckon I'd probably do one or two, maybe. But he was worried about his career prospects and was facing family pressure to find a job after his business venture failed. The poor guy. And so he's turned to Netflix to feel good. But this shut clinic was apparently set up four years ago to treat internet and social media addiction. No, no, no sympathy. None? Why would you have – I mean, you've got a failed business. What do you say? He's, he can't eat. He's not going to work and he's sitting all day spending watching TV. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Yeah. He may just be struggling dealing with life, but the clinic says there's a growing awareness around internet addiction and how technology can be misused to hide deeper issues. So does that mean if we're watching Netflix, we've got deeper issues? Oh, we've all got an issue, don't we? <laughs> just turn the TV on, and if you don't enjoy it, change the channel. It's easy. Yeah, well, his doctor said he, in due course of time, he can enjoy Netflix but also be productive in other domains. And as for the man, he's been prescribed relaxation exercises and career counselling. Oh. Okay, so, I mean, the quickest way to do would go and cut the electricity to his house. I mean, <laughs> you don't have to go to university for six years to figure that out, you moron. If you're addicted to TV, turn it off. Turn the power off. Oh, no, 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 let's have some emotional stress. <laughs> 
Wake Up with Tom and Warren. Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Available via podcast at joy.org.au on iTunes or your favourite podcasting platform. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy Podcast, brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.